everybody, and welcome to episode uh, 238 of What a Beautiful Podcast. And I am your host, Jack. And I am your other host, Andy. Welcome back to What a Beautiful Podcast. It's a show on the internet about comics. How's it going, Jack? Oh, it's going great, Andy. We're also the only comics podcast. There's no, there's no oh, other yeah, one. Oh, yeah, yeah, this yeah. Is no, it. this is the only one, yep. This is, like... And usually, at the, at the top of an episode, we talk about how things have been going, how, how, what are we playing, what are we reading, but this is a very special week on a very special episode of What a Beautiful Podcast, because Jajolian is over. Yeah, Jajolian's over, and honestly, now that you mention it, I can't imagine why anybody would listen to this if there was more comics podcasts out there, so we really must be the only one. <laughs> yeah, like, people that get to us are just like, I need... I need com. I need to talk about comics. Just crawling out of crawling out of a desert, desperate. <laughs> Please, <laughs> I need to hear underwarm takes about Japanese manga. Please. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, it's true. Jajolian, as of uh, this week, which is the week of the sixteenth of August, twenty twenty one, Jajolian mm-hmm. has ended officially. Yeah, and that, it's over 10 years, right? Mm-hmm. Julian's start date was, like, in, yeah, May 19th, 2011. That's crazy. Uh, I don't even know where, where we go begin first. Do we talk about the news? Do we read the chapter? Like, I let's, let's do news, and then read the chapter in the context of that news, and then reflect on everything else. Okay, because, like, since we recorded an episode, we got a Part 6 trailer. Oh, God. Which, like, dope as fuck. It looks amazing. It's like, you take Part 5, and they just did... They upped the uh, the detail on the character models a little bit. Like, they don't look so sharp. Yeah. Uh, You you know what I mean? Like, they're... The the gang is is, um, smoothed over. There's a lot of detail. Everyone sounds great. Yeah, the voices like, are amazing. God. And and, and the fucking uh, the Jolene theme already became a meme. Like mm-hmm. within within a day, people were uh, memeing on it and remixing it. And like, yeah, it slaps. Same composer. Jornos uh, Jornos theme was a huge meme. So guy the guy <laughs> yeah. knows guy knows what he's fucking doing. Mm-hmm. And like, what what else is it like? Part six, it's gonna be an anime. It's gonna happen soon. Like we don't yep. do we have we don't have an exact date, right? We're just thinking like end of the year. D- no, they put out a date sometime. It's coming to Netflix sometime in December. I forget the number. Oh shit! Yeah, but it is. There is a date on it. There's a hard date on it, and that's the thing. It's gonna be a Netflix gimmick. So I don't know if they're gonna like drop it in like waves. Like, are they gonna drop like here's a like a group of episodes? We'll c- come back to you with more in like a couple months. Like. I don't know how they're gonna how they plan on releasing it, or if they're gonna do because they do hmm. weekly they do weekly new episodes in, on Netflix in Japan for shows, but that's not yeah. how they do it here. No, they did that like in Japan. Dorohidoro, for example, like came out weekly, but they just dumped it all here like six months later. Yeah. Uh, do you know if it's like a simul release, like on both Netflix Japan and Netflix? Yeah, they said uh, it's USA? like a world, worldwide release. I'm pretty sure. How much money did Netflix plonk down on the table? To I don't get, know, like, but Netflix wanted Joe like real bad. I mean, think about it. They they 
They funded the fucking dubbing and release of the fucking Rohan OVAs, dude. Yeah, like, and with new... Those must have done really well. And, they and I also still have... can't watch Golden Wind on Netflix. <laughs> no. Because the, because uh, part four is on there now. Yeah. With the, uh, with the dub. The dub and um, then the Blu-ray enhancements. Yeah, that, that's what kind of disappointed me about the part three that's on there. It's like, it's not Blu-ray. <laughs> it's still like... Oh, it's still all... censored? Yeah. Yeah, every time uh, George tries to smoke a cig, his face goes into the shadow realm. It's... Mm. Didn't miss that. But I wonder if it was like a caught, like, were they banking on part six, like, being like a sleeper hit? Like, were... Who was not confident enough to put uh, Stone Ocean on, like, broadcast? Or, like, what did that enter in, into it at all, you think? Uh, well, it is going to be on broadcast. It's just, like, a, a Netflix premiere, it seems like. Like, Netflix, it's going to come oh, out on Netflix okay. first, and mm, then it'll and then... be broadcasted. Interesting. So, I, they, I feel like they got to do weekly, because the anime is probably not going to be... Oh, it's not all Even, gonna be done in December. That's why I'm yeah. thinking. That's why I'm thinking we might get like three Chunk. or four episodes, like oh, on one yeah. day, and then we gotta wait a month and get a couple more kind of thing. Which, like, uh, I'd be fine with that. Yeah, I don't really care. It's gonna be done when it's done. So, like, if I get to see like one whole, if I get if I get this shit dumped on me Ooh. like one arc at a time, yeah. Especially for Stone Ocean, where that would, like, matter a lot. Yeah, because I could like, just log on and be like, oh, let's see Dragon's Dream this month. Ah, oh, okay, I'm good. <laughs> skim, skim, scrub through that timeline. Yeah. All right, he's, yeah. <laughs> they said the piss thing. Gone. <laughs> oh, Survivor? Okay, I'm okay. It's fine. Yeah. Thank, thanks, but no thanks, David Pro. It's okay. <laughs> um, uh, Mar- uh, was it Marilyn Manson was the, the betting stand? Yeah, I guess, dude. I, 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 I barely remember. <laughs> we read the whole... We, that was the one we read all of it. Yep. <laughs> and we can't remember because it kind of, like, blends together. Like, there, you remember the highs and I mean, we read all lows. of part three, too, and I... Like, I, I, the only thing I remember about Steely Dan was the epic ass-kicking he got. Like Danny Stainless, Danny Stainless, <laughs> like or fucking, uh, yeah, I don't know, dude. What's the guy that uh, turned Polnareff into a baby? Like, uh, Death Death Thirteen. That no, was, that no, was... Death Thirteen was the Kakyoin one with the the baby, oh, the shitting no. baby. I'm talking about oh. the guy with the weird fucked up hair and that carried the oh, axe, Alessi. Right, Alessi. and the only reason I remember Alessi is because he's a character in the Dreamcast game for some yeah, reason. For, <laughs> yeah, they they pulled deep on that one. Oh god. Yeah, but point yeah, being, so, yeah. Point being, uh parts of JoJo are lost to time. Yeah. Um David Pro is going to do a good job in polishing up the uh lower lows of Stone Ocean as they have done with uh part four and part five. Like However the release schedule is, the point is we have new JoJo anime coming in 90 days, maybe? Yeah, something like that. Well, 90 yeah. days. Well, what's your calendar? It's August. Well, September, October, November, and then we're in December. It's like 120 days at least, Jack. All right. 
Okay. <laughs> All right, 120 days. 90 days sounded clean. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, December is in reach. But as it turns out, no, we're not just getting new JoJo anime this year. Oh, Christ. <laughs> I, I need a drink. Um, me and Jack have talked a lot of big game about what Araki's plans are for the future. And, oh, yeah. And we're eating shit on this one, guys. <laughs> yes, we're we eating, need to. We're eating big shit on this one. <laughs> Dude, we need to get in, like, black suits and appear on television and just bow. And just, like... <laughs> Please, please understand. Please like understand. we talked an immense amount of shit. <laughs> okay, we're like... yeah, we're burying the lead here. Uh, JoJo Part Nine got announced uh, very quietly, just like <laughs> slid the, in there. Yeah, the, Rocky just kind of slid in there into the latest Ultra Jump that there is going to be a Part Nine. It is tentatively titled JoJo Lands, and there is also going to be a new spinoff manga by the guy who wrote Purple Haze Feedback, starring. And I, I shit you not, a Josuke Higashikata from Part Four and Whole Horse, like, <laughs> also featuring Pet Shop. Yeah, they released a teaser image, and it has all of the characters Andy just named. <laughs> so like, um, I I couldn't even like, I was my wow. I, my head was exploding thinking about Part Nine, but then I'm like, wait a minute, Josuke and Whole Horse? Excuse what? me. What? Uh, and uh. For anyone that's ever read No Guns Life, um, that's a manga about a guy who has a gun for a head. He's the guy who's going to draw um, whatever the fuck whole horse in Josuke's adventures look like. And that's a good manga. It looks nice. Yeah. So it'll uh, it'll be fun. And Purple Haze Feedback is a great light novel. So I it could potentially be awesome. It's just such a weird concept. <laughs> like, those two characters do exist in-universe with each other. Like, they could meet up. And like, they're both alive. Like, we were never given any reason to think that whole horse was dead, so... No, he just ran away. Yeah. He was... He, I mean, there was always that, like, apocryphal thing. Like, he was supposed to be the uh, the fifth Stardust Crusader at some point. Yep. Um, but we'll we'll get maybe rich whole horse lore? Uh... Yeah, I mean, him... A whole horse and Josuke can at least bond over the fact that they were two major characters that were never never appeared in any other parts other than the ones that they were made in. <laughs> oh, that makes me sad. <laughs> Poor Josuke. Yeah, he's, like, one of... He's the best, but never got a chance. It's so funny, because in Araki's book, he says that Josuke is probably the best main character he ever made. And then he I just... I agree with that. And he just kind of left him. <laughs> and, like... Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of glad that he just got a normal life, or maybe he didn't, depending on what's in this book. Right, yeah, who knows? Yeah, he never had to deal with, like, he just got to go to high school and, like, live his life in his nice small town. That's fine. Yeah. And the universe blew up, so that's whatever. Well, yeah, they, everybody got fucked by that. But, mm. yeah, so we're going to see whatever the hell that is later this year, but also, uh, Judge of Part 9, uh... Yeah. It's, it's 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 right now it's it's called Jojo Lands whatever that means I guess Araki is continuing uh, the thing with how the last part was called Jojolian and this is going to be called Jojo something else which is very weird considering it's part of a trilogy where the first one did not have Jojo in the name at first not at all at first mm. Steel Ball Run wasn't even called Jojo's Bizarre Adventures so like it was just Steel Ball Run yeah so it's kind of interesting that he's I mean. That's kind of the this whole, like, modern uh, JoJo trilogy to a T, though, isn't it? Just, like, making shit up. 
<laughs> like, oh, that sounds yeah, cool. Yeah, that's that we're going <laughs> to we're going to touch on that this episode for sure. <laughs> but this is a tri- like a trilogy where the parts are held together um, with tissue paper and spirit gum. Yeah. And uh, we get to see like what is we don't know what part 9 is going to look like. We don't know who's who's going to be in it. Like we can make all the speculations we want and we're gonna. Yeah. Because but we, it's almost, we it's, have mics and there's no law against it. Yeah, but um, it's almost like empirically pointless cuz who yeah. the fuck knows, dude? <laughs> yeah, we talked so much as like, yeah, Jodolian's just going to be it and Mike yeah, that was the, the that thump was the, of my that cat. was the cat. <laughs> yeah, that was the thump of the cat hitting the ground. He's fine. He's just a dumbass. <laughs> but, um, uh, but yeah, so we don't have a firm date for when Part Nine is going to start serializing. It just says after a short break. So that could mean a month, two months, three months, a year. I'm I'm thinking that it's going to come out if not the end of this year, then like at po- the, the the post New Year's issue yeah i feel like he might give himself like new year's as a vacation you would um, think yeah. i was thinking he was gonna give himself the rest of his life as a vacation but here we, <laughs> yeah, fuck. we were so sure yeah now here he is committing to another potentially 10 year long project oh god jack we're gonna be 40 when part nine is done I mean, have you not realized that, like, we're those people that have been reading, like, One Piece since it came out and are now 50? Like, ah! the, the sands of time tick down evermore, my <laughs> oh, friend. Oh, God, help me. Well, I mean, maybe he'll make a shorter part. Probably not. Yeah, probably not, but wouldn't that be something? <laughs> yeah, like a tight 60 chapters, and it's just like... Because what, what's the conflict? Like, it took Jojolian 110 to, like, finish, a qu- like, the scare quotes conflict. But <laughs> it, the a lot of trouble Jojolian had was because it had to, like, invent this conflict and set up this one. Like, I, I hope that he doesn't have to do that for part nine. Yeah, well, we're gonna we're gonna rip Jolien yeah. a new one after we read this chapter. It, it, in the nicest way possible, we're gonna rip it yeah, a new lovingly. one. Yeah, lovingly. Yeah, we're like, gonna uh, we're gonna lovingly reach into a gaping hole and just figure out what's going on in there for sure. Yeah, <laughs> like an amateur surgeon. Like, <laughs> got good bones. But until then, at least Jack, at least we get to end on a high note. Right, because uh, chapter yeah. one ten, the Radio Gaga incident part two, is one of the best chapters of Jojolian in a long time. Yeah, and it, it is an incredibly, incredibly great as a final chapter. It's too bad about a lot of the rest of the build up to this, but it is really fucking good. Yeah, I'm so happy that, like, I'm eating shit like this. Yeah, because it redeemed. Uh, the fact that there is a part nine redeemed a lot of Jojolian as a whole because it's not the end and, like, we can pick up down the road. And chapter 110 is a great, like you said, a great send-off. It's like, okay, everything's here. Everyone's here. Let's go. Yeah, and with that knowledge, I hope as we continue our reread of Jojolian that we can kind of uh, stop 
putting too much pressure on it and kind of view yes. it as a work in and of itself and not trying to view it as like this big like conclusion of Joj as a concept which like it was never was really scared. built for in the first place so <laughs> no. like and maybe part nine will or maybe it's gonna be even more fucking weird than Jojolian. it's gonna yeah. be like set in Kentucky like oh my God, I don't Kentucky. yeah American Jojo <laughs> Well, Jolene, but like I'm talking corn raised. Yeah, I'm big talking farm like boy. Smallville JoJo, you know. Yes, yes. <laughs> but, Clark Joj. Clark Joj. <laughs> but without okay. further ado, let's read the last chapter of Jolien. Uh, we get a very, very nice Ultra Jump cover, followed by mm-hmm. a gorgeous chapter oh, cover, double page spread of. Josuke and Yasuho. Oh. We see all of the stands that we've seen so far. We got mm-hmm. King Nothing. We got Speed King. Wonder of You. Uh, the Stone Mask for some reason. Um, I was gonna like, why do we have the Stone Mask? Like, is that setting up something? I or is that no? I mean, it's 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 got to be just like that one chapter we read that we thought might have set up a bunch of stuff, but was just a rocky drawn stuff. Yeah, because the Stone Mask is on like both already sides, drew like and en- yeah. <laughs> like oh yeah he did draw in yeah that's yeah. fine um but yeah we got toru kun there like yeah. the design work on this uh double page spread beautiful mm-hmm. like <sighs> even okay. a rocky here wrote himself the long history part eight finally, finally concludes, concludes. <laughs> anyway we okay. pick up with uh lucy Steele and uh fubi kun uh, in the uh, late 30s, I believe, uh, they're about yeah. to be eaten by a guardrail. <laughs> yeah, they, uh, in Lucy's attempt to find the Rakakaka in uh, 1940s Mariah, uh, she is attacked by some kind of being that inhabits a guardrail on a par- part of a, like a hill, and the guardrail ate their car driver. Yep. And is trying to eat Lucy Steele right now. Um, it has been a bit. Uh, I'm Ooh. Lucy. You're Fumikun. Thank you. This guardrail is alive. Chewing noises as oh, she gets. Uh, and... <laughs> yep. Here we go. Yeah. Like, this is some of the most disgusting viscera Araki's drawn in a long time, dude. Yeah, since like the typhoid Mary thing. Yeah. Like, because uh, we see uh, Lucy kind of get sucked in, and the skin of the guardrail kind of peels back and reveals the half-consumed body of the driver. Uh, if you have a weak stomach, do not read this chapter with your eyes. Um, but okay, Listen to uh, us remember- describe it instead. <laughs> yeah, listen, uh, listen to us describe it. So he's got all his bits hanging out where they shouldn't be hanging out. Uh-huh. Um, it looks like someone uh, took like a hole puncher to him. And I thought the like I mentioned to Andy off mic like I thought these marks around his head kind of looked like walleyes, but no, these are just ribs. Yeah, those uh, are just ribs. This, <laughs> yeah, just ribs drawn together. Uh, I was weirded out because one half of his body is turned like drooping ninety degrees from the rest of it, like horizontally. It's super gross. Um, yeah. Bones, viscera, the whole thing. Lucy sees this, does not like it. Uh, she keeps getting sucked in, and she loses her geta, which is these uh, wooden sandals from Japan, which 
are weirdly important in this chapter for some reason, but yeah, her sandal gets sucked into the, uh, to the goop. Mm-hmm. And, and then, out of nowhere, Fumikun comes in for the save. Yeah, just yanks her out. Mm-hmm. Uh, tumble across the hill. And we see, like, splurts of blood come out of both sides of this guardrail. It is, like, one piece of a guardrail. Like, it's yeah. not the whole thing. Um, that, like, like, that guardrail just attacked us. What's going on, Lucy-san? That steel plate was moving, just like... It has a mind. It's basically God, just God, like God, uh, God. it's literally just like a mimic, right? Like that's pretty much what we're yeah. dealing with here. This is like a like a Dark Souls level mimic. This mimic is mean. Uh huh. It's not like the ones in Dragon Quest, which have like the big no. goofy tongue and the eyes. It's like no, mm-hmm. this thing has this thing will stand up with its weird gangly legs. Oh, I hate the Dark Souls mimics. Fuck those guys. Oh, yeah, they're the, they're the worst, but, like, the best design. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm glad this thing doesn't stand up on legs. Yeah. What in the world was that? I'm sorry, Fumi-kun. Even if it is a paid job, I shouldn't have gotten a 17-year-old roped into something like this. I'm so sorry for getting you into danger like this. The only thing I expected was for the unconfirmed plant to be growing somewhere on this land. I received information that recently that a fruit discovered in the New Guinea Highlands was being imported by Japanese fruit traders. Tra- tra- Japanese fruit traders. There it is. There it is. <laughs> but deep within this p- beautiful countryside, there's a darkness. This guardrail, it's a new type of creature and most likely an animal. Something like a snake or a guard dog. So that got, we were trying to decide if this was a stand, but it turns out it's actually a rock animal. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, rock animal is like the junk drawer of Jajoli. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's a little bit of everything in there, and they kind of just do what they need to, which I don't totally mind. They're weird and strange and, like, otherworldly, mm-hmm. which, is, which is cool. Um, but it's guarding something. And it's meant to lure... It's meant to just eat people that try to trespass on this land. A snake? Or a guard dog? That makes even less sense. You call that an animal? That a living thing? All the living things I know aren't as hard or dry as that. Mm, yeah, it's a, it's a rock animal. Yeah. Uh, Lucy ha- probably has, like, tuberculosis or something, because she's yeah. coughing up blood. Lucy saw it. You don't have some kind of illness, do you? Well, let's get out of here. We should hurry back to town. Um, uh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, they're pulled into the car by a, a significant force, which is revealed to be the half-consumed body of the driver holding on to Lucy and trying to yank her out of the car. Oh, this is big. Um, uh Chocolata? Yeah. Chocolata. Yeah, this is big Chocolata vibes. <laughs> Don't leave me. Bring me with you. Bring me to the hospital, please. You're, you're kidding me, right? <laughs> oh, it's the driver. Ah, ah. And I think this is the this is the guardrail talking. <laughs> Uh, yeah. No, yeah. No, this, is the, this is the guardrail. You're really going to leave your comrade behind. That's so very, 
inhumane. Am I the only one who is disgusted by that as a person, you lowlives? It's oh. weird that this guardrail rock animal can talk and is referred to itself as a person. What? Like, what is this? <laughs> like, if we ever get, like, backstory for this thing in JoJo Lands... Like, maybe we'll figure it out. Or maybe it's, like, the fucking devil's palm talking to us. We don't yep, know. We don't know. Could just be, you know, that's how... It could just be Jesus. Like, we've been that saying with all be a lot of plot holes. Could just be Jesus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't abandon me! Oh, don't hang on to us. It, it's keeping him alive on purpose. Even with his head and body crushed, this guardrail... Is keeping him just barely alive. You have a responsibility. You're the one who hired me, aren't you? Damn it, let go. Get your hands off me. Let go. Let go. And punches the rest of this man's skull in, um, trying to get him get him off Lucy. And in doing so, uh, the guardrail loops the driver's intestines around fumi Kun's neck to pull Sick, him in. Yeah, I love it when intestines are used as rope. Ugh. So fumi Kun is going into the cheese grater of this thing. Ugh. Ugh. Uh, the driver finishes getting consumed. Uh, he kind of pops like a grape. Mm-hmm. Uh, fumi though, is jacked and is able yeah. to like hold himself uh, from getting sucked into the guardrail. Like, this man is very strong. He pulled a like a fully grown uh, lady out of this thing, and um, his shirt is off, and we can see something on him mm. at the corner of our eye. And uh, I think you know we we were speculating a bit last uh, last episode, but yeah, ever literally everybody was correct. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a star shaped birthmark. Yeah, uh, Lucy Steele notices this, uh, and real and has a an inkling of what's going on, and if mm-hmm. it. Because Araki uh, thinks that subtlety is for cowards. Um, uh, uh, yeah. And does a couple good punches on the guardrail of uh, Fumikun uh, before his face gets sucked in. Hmm. The, hmm. the engine. You can start the car's engine. I'm sure you have experience with it. You can start the car's engine from that spot. Oh, God, I'm getting chills. Uh-huh. Start the engine! Zoom in on the star birthmark. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fumi grabs his geta, and like he did in last chapter, uh, nailing the thief in the head, throws it and uh, opens the car's trunk, making, like, all this shit just pop out. Yeah. Um, uh, electrical cables, fan, camera, typewriter. Oh, and he reaches out for the power cord for a phone. We see a couple of little ball things in the corner. Well, that's whatever. Yeah, uh, that's no big deal. <laughs> yeah, it's no big deal. Uh, grabs the cable. And uh, grabs the cable, and something starts to form around his arm. Coming out of his star-shaped birthmark. I know it. That star-shaped birthmark on your shoulder. And I know that we're connected by a mission. And his arm gets wrapped in thorny vines. 
And while I can't see it with my eyes, I know that you have the power of the heart. A stand! Aura! And he uses the vines to manipulate the electrical cord to turn on the car's engine to make it drive forward and slam into the guardrail. And yeah, so in case uh, it's not clear, you you can, you can believe your eyes. What you're seeing right now is Hermit Purple. <laughs> yes. Yeah, dude. <laughs> and the car rips through the guardrail. Um, Fumikun picks up those balls from before. They're a pair of clackers with uh, J's on them. And he tosses he, them he aside. He throws them away like, what the fuck is this shit? And Does then... a Luke in uh, Last Jedi. Just fuck yeah. this. <laughs> and... Hermit Purple has a face. <laughs> yep. Uh, Fumi starts unloading on this guardrail, uh, giving them the aura auras, and we see the 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 vines combine into a guy, uh, yeah. which is just in absolutely insane. Just what the fuck, yeah. dude? Oh god. Um, and you know what? Like, it's uh, funny because like, you know, um, this is a lot like how stands seem to work in the new universe because like in original Hermit Purple was literally just, like, all function, no form. You know, it did mm-hmm. its job. Whereas here, like, when we're seeing this, it's kind of like Ball Breaker, you know? Yeah. Where, like, it didn't really have a form, but when he used it, the little guy popped out for really yeah, no other it's... reason only other than to just be there. The form follows the function? Am I yeah. that right? Yeah. Yeah. Like... The manifestation of this power of the heart, which is a good phrase that uh, mm-hmm. Lucy had there, um, manifests like a being out of the energy that like is representative of the power. Yeah. Um, and like like uh, Gappy, his power is coming from his birthmark. Hmm. Hmm. Mm. So yeah, the guardrail gets mulched. Let's get out of here, Lucy son. This orchard is seriously bad news. And <laughs> the guardrail just like... And kind of sinks into the ground. Mm-hmm. Oh. Fuck. What? Look at those trees. Yeah, what about them? Those are, aren't those the Lone Pines? Yeah, but we've been known that. Yeah, the, but the, if the guardrail's not dead, is what I'm saying. What would the guardrail do then? I have mm, something. <laughs> I, I didn't have an end to that. I'm okay. still in like I'm still full octane speculation mode. Okay, okay. We'll, we'll put a pin in that. Anyway, uh, yeah, a pin, a pin in that. Fumi Kun, let me ask you one more time. I want to know your name. I, I think I most likely know you. Lucy-san, I know my back is shaky, but try to hold on. Uh, he's, like, piggybacking her down the road. He's just running. Like, mm-hmm. this man is fit. Like, we saw him with his shirt off. He's got, like, uh, all the muscles that guy from The Run had. Yeah. <laughs> Plus more. Uh, Rocky has one muscle guy uh, reference that he uses. Mm-hmm. And it's not, and it's, like, the most perfectly toned man in the universe. <laughs> yes. It's incredible. It's Joestar. My name is Joseph Joestar. My Japanese name is written Josefu, so I'm called Fumikun. My grandma Rina, who lived with me in S-City, gave me that name. 
She married an American named Johnny Joestar. That's why I have that sort of name. My grandpa crossed the Atlantic Ocean by boat to deliver his friend's corpse, and the two of them got to know each other on the trip. My grandpa's dead now, though. And uh, this panel is just Lucy reminiscing on an image of Johnny yep. uh, on his horse, and that's that's beautiful. And then... <laughs> oh, God. Like, the other half of this page, the man I hate. Yep, there's Tarukun, which, you know, knowing that that guardrail's a rock animal kind of explains, like, why it's there in the first place. Like, Tarukun definitely put it there to guard this orchard, like, 100%. Yeah, yeah and, like, is using the orchard to cultivate Rakakaka? Yeah. Which I thought they couldn't do for some reason. Like, it only grew in... Uh, New Guinea, but uh, maybe we'll find out more about that in part nine. We can yeah. say that now. Yeah, we can say that. <laughs> yeah, we can just kick the can down. We but don't I, have to know it now. I like that Toru's here. He's just sitting here with his plant. He's wearing the same clothes as he mm-hmm. will, like, 80 years in the future. <laughs> yeah, and we know that rock humans wear clothes because they come out of the wasp nest naked. Yep, like, so he just really liked this getup. Maybe that explains why his drip is, like, so fucking alien, because it's a hundred <laughs> years old. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, he put it together in, like, 1894, and he's like, yeah, this is... This, this is it, dude. This yeah. is it. It'll never get better than this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and then Lucy sees him, sees the Rakakaka, and starts to have another fit. Well, there's actually no fully grown rakakaka on this plant, so he doesn't. He hasn't even managed that yet. No, it's just, there's a tiny little one, but maybe this was him attempting to grow it here. Yeah. And finding out that, like, nah, dude, it has to be New Guinea. Yeah. Hmm. That that was wait just there. That was Lucy-san. Please don't talk anymore. I'll run us into town. Don't talk anymore. Um. You want to put bets on whether or not, like, her uh, breaking down into more fits was Wonder of You kicking in? What, what, breaking down into what? Uh, like, take bets on whether, like, her, like, having another coughing fit and blood coming out was her wanting to get the Rakakaka, and then Wonder of You being like, "Uh uh-uh, Calamity Force. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely possible. I mean, this whole guardrail and everything could have to do with that, too, because remember, uh, remember, um... Do 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 da 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 was in was part of the calamity force too. The, was was that the erector set or yeah the, the, the erector coin? the erector set? Okay. Oh, yeah. and then the coin too. Whatever yeah. that one was. So the God has Toru always been using the rock animals as like vectors for the calamity force? It's possible. Fuck God, I hate that man. Mm-hmm. So glad he blew up. <laughs> All right. Uh, Exposition time. (laughs) Yeah, end scene. Exposition Kuhn is here. Uh, On the ground, we see Fumi's uh, Geta, which has his uh, Japanese name in it, translated into Josefu. Lucy Steele, 65, died due to a lung disease in New York in her home country of America three years after the Radio Gaga incident. Though she had wished to, she was never able to set foot in the land of Japan again. After the incident, Joseph Joestar, 17, was concerned about Lucy Steele's health, so he accompanied her back to her hometown in America by sea and by airplane on a long trip that spanned 14,000 kilometers across the Pacific Ocean. 
but the affairs of the world changed with each passing moment. Remember when we speculated the war never happened? Here? Yeah, the war <laughs> happened. That, that's, yeah, that was all me. I'll take that point. I was like, no, what if World War II never happens? With America's entrance into World War II, the Pacific Ocean route was suddenly blocked, and so Joseph was not able to return to S-City until the war ended. Joseph Joestar was able to work as Lucy's assistant and receive an education and earn citizenship in New York, and he also found employment at Atlantic City Casino Hotel. In 1952, he got to know a woman who worked at the Speedwagon Foundation named Susie Q, with whom he married and had a child. His one daughter's name is Holly. And we see the little uh, uh, family tree here. Johnny, Rena, George, Joseph, Susie Q, Holly. Joseph had three siblings, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Because he didn't have those in original universe. Yeah, so that's not... that's he, he's, he's not doing this willy-nilly, like... He chose to put three dots there. (laughs) Yeah, he set this up, and, like, I feel like those were still there in the Hikashikata family tree. Um, I'm pulling that up real quick. Because, like, uh, yep, they've always been there. Okay. Interesting that they won't put Lisa Lisa on here. Yeah. Or or just Elizabeth in general as a name. Yeah, it's just a blank little box. Um, yeah, and going back to the, the family tree page, uh, Joseph's siblings are not named. Uh, but Elizabeth is on the uh, the one from the early chapter. She is there. Oh, Mary, married to George? Yeah, Mary, Elizabeth okay. married to George. Okay. Um, and then Joseph has two sisters and a brother, it looks like. Um and then Holly married Yoshiteru Kira and had Yoshikage. Is everybody go. trying to trying to make sense of the fact that Josefumi had a uh, had a birthmark? <laughs> uh, like, which there is pe- people are speculating that Joseph uh, fucked his mom, like, yeah. like a, an affair to like carry through the whole. Uh, um, Josefumi like, equals parallels. equals part four Josuke thing. Yeah, 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 and then he got. Uh, or it could be that Kira's blood... No, because Josefumi always had the, the birthmark. Yeah. I mean, it's also just as possible that it was retconned. I mean, the, there's several things like we'll that get there. in this part. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Anyway, uh, more more exposition. Mm-hmm. The Higashikata Fruit Parlor was taken over by the fourth generation Norisuke in 1993 and gained strength by importing fruit from overseas, allowing it to expand until it had the second highest revenue for a fruit company in the nation. And then in 2010, they rebuilt their former main building, built 250 years earlier with a modernist architectural design. The name of the architect was Yagiyama Yatsuyu. He was the university friend of the eldest son, Higashikata Jobin. Um, Snap back to current Jojolian. Yep. Uh, Josuke and Yasuho are leaving TG University Hospital. (sighs) Josuke. Healing with equivalent exchange is that gone now forever thinking about holly yeah those rakakaka aren't in moro anymore Joseph considers this considers that uh rye and uh nijimura uh, Nij- nijimura is it ray nijimura k nijimura k nijimura thank you uh died like on the floor of the hospital and there's no rakakaka and holly has no chance for a cure right now yeah 
they might still exist. Like in some land in the islands to the south. But here, there's no one left that can search for other Rakakaka. And a woman in the TG University Hospital parking lot drops her phone, holding a baby. Here, you dropped this. Thank you. Uh, it was nothing. Yasuho uh, is weirded out about something. Yeah. Josuke, that woman. Just now, that mother who had a child with her. That person, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I noticed. Yasuho-chan, I already know. A number of people I met, including Carrera-chan, back during the Daimo Tamaki incident, told me. That woman is her. Kujo Josefumi's mother. Josuke, then, but... But, that's right. It looks like she hasn't realized at all about me. I guess I can't blame her, though. Kujo Josefumi's been missing ever since the earthquake, after all. And she hasn't been looking. It looks like she already got a new, different life. Josuke, but that seems so... My memories... My very first memories. They begin when I opened my eyes under the soil of the walleyes. No matter what I do, no memories of what I did before then will come back. No one I met, no where I went, nothing. I'm not Kujo Josefumi or Kira Yoshikage. I'm the one that came from the soil, Josuke. Josuke? Let's go. Josuke, I, uh... I may have gone a bit out of line here, but when you get down to it, memories, even before memories, there may be something we'd call dreams. And uh, Paisley Park pops out of the phone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Paisley Park did some shit. If at the very, very end, all that remains are memories and dreams, then maybe a dream was born out of that soil. I picked these up just now. I used my Paisley Park to check inside her cell phone. It was probably a bit rash, but... I found lots of photos in her phone. I found a and bunch a bunch of old photos of Joseph Fumi. Like all through the years. Yeah. Like as a baby, as a young young kid. Uh still had that pompadour. Yeah. As a as a child. Looks kinda terrifying. <laughs> yeah, kind of like a, a strange goblin. It looks like she was looking for you all this time. Like, yeah, Josuke, you fucking idiot. Yeah, she's still... Like, oh, no, she's fine. She moved on, dude. It's high. Yeah. (laughs) Projecting much? Yeah. (laughs) And he looks back, and the moment has passed. She is gone. Also, uh, this is a bit of trivia, but the name Josefumi, when her father was a kid, he found a lone Geta sandal on the ground and picked it up, apparently. And even after he grew up, he could never get the characters he saw carved in that Geta out of his head. And so we ended up giving his grandson that name. Josefumi. It's probably a name from a Geta maker. So that's weird. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that uh, like, Josefumi's grandfather found, a, found, found the shoe. Joseph Joestar's shoe. And, like, is this, is this, do you believe in gravity type nonsense? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like, this is, this is the uh, gravity of fate. This is fucking this is uh, what... Rolling Stone. Oh my god! It's got it smacks a little bit of Sleeping Slaves, especially yeah. like what's about to happen. Uh-huh. Uh huh. 
over here. Josuke, we're in the cafe over here. And it's everyone's favorite character, Diachan. Uh-huh. She's back. And they're in the the cake shop of the Higashikata Fruit Parlor. Great. And look at all these cakes. They uh-huh. look great. They say Dad is going to be discharged from the hospital tomorrow, so we're going to celebrate. Yeah, Norisuke's alive, thank God. <laughs> yeah, we'll, ta- we'll talk on that. Yeah. I thought I'd get everybody together so we could choose a cake. They're all cakes specially made by the Higashikata Fruit Parlor. Cherries are daddy's favorites, so I was thinking maybe this one. But the strawberry one's more popular and flowery, so it's pretty tough competition. Also, this chocolate one's velvety smooth. Daya, we shouldn't be choosing based on which one's the most popular or based on likes and dislikes. Uh, Hato has not had speaking lines in a while. Yeah. This celebration isn't just about Dad leaving the hospital. The cake has to have the meaning of a new beginning for the Higashikata family. You know how Dad says in difficult times or when something unfortunate happens, for it is the only proper thing to give as a gift. So let's all choose one together for Dad's sake. And everybody breaks down. Because yeah, like, the, yeah, our brother and mother are dead. <laughs> uh, yeah, like the enormity of what happened to them uh, catches up with them. Yeah. And everybody just collapses under that. Like, Daya starts to break Sarugi down there. Uh, Mitsuba. Mitsuba, thank you. And even Mitsuba. Joshu with his baby uh, arm. <laughs> yeah, Joshu still has the tiny baby arm from doing a Coven exchange with Yasuho. Um, we're a fruit seller, so then we could probably eliminate the cheesecakes, and maybe... How about Josuke? Josuke, you choose it. You mm-hmm. pick the cake we go with, Josuke. I don't know what spurred me on years and years ago to give Tsurugi a deep voice, but I can't, <laughs> I can't hear him without it now. Oh, yeah, like... <laughs> When when part eight is animated in 2035, <laughs> and like Tsurugi has his first speaking line, like if it's not like dubbed Danny DeVito, yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna call shenanigans. Yeah. <laughs> it's like and- Andy is Tsurugi's mm-hmm. voice. Yeah, choose one, Josuke. Me? You want me to pick the cake? <sighs> Josuke, just choose one. Pick one, Josuke. Josh, you're trying not to cry. And here uh, it is. Yep. Yasuho exits the fruit parlor with a tear in her eye. And they all sit there. The remaining Higashikata members, uh, plus Josuke, who is now being considered part of the family, eats the cakes together. Uh, Judge's Bizarre Adventure, part eight, is only in the end. Oh, my God. Oh, and Owaske's here. Yeah, Owaske's here, thank God. (laughs) In case you forgot about him. (laughs) Jesus. Even after, like, this is the fourth or fifth time I'm reading this chapter and still seeing, like, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 8, The End. Mm -hmm. Like, dude. (laughs) Yep. Oh, okay. So, incredible chapter. Yeah, absolutely bonkers fucking good. Like, this was Araki at the top of his game. Uh, this chapter. So, like, ugh, everything that was great about Jolian is in this chapter, honestly. All the yeah. themes, all the the quirks, 
all the weird ways that he wrote this story all came together in this one chapter, you know? Yeah, like, we talked a lot of sugar about, like, maybe there's a high voltage at the end, maybe there's a high voltage, and we got a high voltage. Pretty much, like, yeah. I'd consider that flashback with Joseph, uh, yeah. It's it's high voltage in the, in a way that could only happen in Jajolian. Because Jajolian like, was never going to have some big action set piece like that to close it no. off. It had to be some fucking weird bullshit, and <laughs> that's what yeah, we got. Yeah, and it ends... It ends in melancholy and sadness. Yeah. <laughs> like, Josuke, like, realizes who he is. Like, his identity is Josuke Higashikata. And he is accepted by the family that took him in. Um, like, he is not struggling about who he is anymore. I it, think that's probably why he's, like, able to let Holly go a little bit. Like, he can't help her anymore. No. I, like... He he is not her son, and he is not... Um, that other lady's son, either. God, what's his mom's name? Because... Uh, oh, uh, Kiyomi. Yeah. Kiyomi Kujo. And we start... Man, I'm just... I'm trying to gather my thoughts with this, because, like... It's beautiful in the Jajolian way, but, like, it it resolves by not really resolving Anything. a lot. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Which, like, I don't know, man. Like, I, I, I have I'm okay mixed, with it. Yeah, I have mixed feelings about a lot of stuff that went down in Jajolian, but it was so uniquely itself. It was always going to be messier than Steel Ball Run. Because it, it mm -hmm. is way more ambitious than Steel Ball Run in a lot of ways, you know? Like, yeah, like it... Go ahead. As amazing as SBR is, as a goddamn masterpiece, it's still a lot safer than Jajolian is, I think. Yes. It, it, it... it builds itself off of tons and tons of different inspirations and different works that uh, fed into it. Whereas, like... Mm -hmm. There's really nothing like Jajolian out there. Like, even, like, all the comparisons against the Part 4, it's really nothing like Part 4 mm -mm. at all, you know? The the tone, the, the, the characters are a lot more developed. They have a lot more reason to be doing what they're doing. It... Part 4 is great. Yeah. It also like in parts even when they're dealing with kira kind of feels like a saturday morning cartoon yeah like jajolian has always shot for the fences and sometimes didn't make it other times like it it made something truly like you said itself yeah it it never like took something wholesale and like try to paste it in there like there's the general theme like breaking the curse like identity like it, at the top at the top of the story it's like jajolian it's a story about breaking a curse like the curse on the higashikata family like has been broken yep like that that happened like holly is still sick but like 
I think I think a problem I have was like how Holly was like and curing Holly was made to be like the point and it kind of like she kind of fell to the wayside. Yeah, and I think that is just an unfortunate reality of what Araki was trying to do here is that some stuff was just not going to work. Like he, we're, we're he all figured that out on the page. Yeah. We're all hung up on Flashback Man. But Flashback Man was nothing. In fact, Araki seems to have kind of just retconned that whole memory sequence out in general because Josuke himself just said my first memories are when I woke up on the, in the in the dirt. Like yeah, that that man's never been brought up again yeah. in any form. Um remember when uh Tsurugi was able to teleport people for some reason? That got dropped. Uh Wait, what? The the baby and Ojiro? What? What? You don't remember the baby? Oh, the baby. Yeah, the baby that washed up on the shore. Yeah. Why was Surugi able to teleport people? I don't know. When, when did she, like when did he teleport people? The baby. Oh man. Like when we get to the Paper Moon arc, like I'm going to have a lot of uh, questions cuz that's that's the one I remember the least. Mhm. Like the baby was with the mother and then Surugi was messing with it and then all of a sudden it like appeared somewhere else. Like, that was, oh. like... Yeah, okay, okay. And she kind of did the... He kind of did the same thing to Ojiro. Yeah. All right. So that's weird as shit. Um, Yatsuya had that thing where he made a film with his eyes and tried to uh, suffocate Yasuho. Yeah! Something. I do, like, everything with Jobin. Like, yeah, I'm thinking about Jobin's arc. Like, the, he got his, a lot of his motivation like backloaded. Like, yeah, in the and then last... he was just a shithead and he died. Yeah, <laughs> he got killed by an aerosol can. Yeah, and like Mabazuka Rai, dude, he just died, and then mm-hmm. became an exposition ghost for like a year. Um. Mamazuka Rai, like, he did not deserve what he got. He did not deserve to be the Zappelli of this story. No. I don't know, man. Like, Like, I'm struggling to excuse a lot of these potholes and retcons and stuff because, like, normally I try my best to, like, move past that kind of thing. But I feel like in this case, this story was, Mm -hmm. like, Jajolian as a whole was desperately trying to have a whole bunch of mystery boxes and stuff in it and like almost yeah. none of them were ever followed through on unfortunately they, they didn't pay off the mystery wasn't even really what ended up being satisfying about Jajolian at all because none of the mysteries paid off what paid off was the character arcs not the mysteries yeah Josuke's arc like really good yeah um Yasuho a lot of stuff happened to Yasuho. I'm not sure what her arc is. No, because they never really resolved any of that either. Like, her issues with her mother and the, the rock bug thing. They like, traumatized Yeah, to traumatize her. All of that never got followed through on. And Toru popping up throughout her life and, like, 
sort of mind wiping her a bit. Yeah, stealing that, her memories. That, that's weird. That's a lot of stuff that never got touched up on. I mean, I think not having any uh, conclusion on the whole Holly situation is like pretty bad because that was just such an important part of the story. Like, the, like, what was the point of the Kira and Josephumi thing now? Like, what were they for? If like, like, what was the point of them as characters? Yeah. Hmm. That's a that's a great question. Like, they were buddies. They got blended together because they ran afoul of these supernatural like monster people, and their will is carried on in the their combined form. It's huh. It's strange because like if we're if if we're just gonna give up on Holly, that's kind of weird, and. Honestly, as much as I liked that whole flashback arc we just had, if you just took remove that, the the story does not change. <laughs> like, mm, mm. yeah, we could have had like more scenes with the family. Mm-hmm. Um, that might have done something, but the flashback was literally like uh, some treats for the <laughs> yeah. So we'll just take, take it where where you can get it. But I think this is kind of the whole. I could go down this hole forever about shit that just does not work about Jolian. Not even that I don't like, just shit that just genuinely just doesn't work. Like, the story... Yeah. The story breaks apart, like, very easily. But, at the end of the day, I still like it. Yeah, I've loved Jolian, even when, like, times were tough. But, like... Because I'm, I'm on the wiki page right now, and I'm looking at every single arc. Yeah. And I believe there is a clear point that you could, like, point to, and... Where um, Araki was like, okay, I have to figure some shit out. Yeah, and, I have to and put was these pieces it, in. What part was it and why was it Dr. Wu was the turning point? <laughs> You're not too far off from where I was, man. Yeah, what were you thinking? Um, because you have the Demo Tamaki uh, battle, which is the end of that first part, I think. Like, in my head. And then uh, it even has it as, like, interlude. And you know what I'm going to say? Fucking Malagra Man. <laughs> Malagra like Man is where everything changed. <laughs> yeah, like, he took, he basically took two months off. He, like, wrote a funny, like, Rohan one-shot. And then he's like, okay, new Rakakaka. Here's Mamazuka Rai. Find out about Yasuho's past. Um, do the whole thing with Ozone Baby and poor Tom. TG University Hospital, Dr. Wu. And, like, everything after that has, like so much more of a point than the first half does. Yeah, like, it all, yeah. so now that you say that, it almost feels like after Devo Tamaki wrapped up, that was almost like part where, 8, where and go? the rest of this has been part 8.5 in a way. Yeah, <laughs> like, like set up for part 9, maybe. Yeah, because like, it seems like he was going in a different direction, and then he decided yeah. not to. And just dumped all, like, the... All of the stuff about, like, Kira and Josefumi doesn't matter anymore. Uh, Kay didn't matter anymore. Carrera didn't matter anymore. Kato really didn't matter anymore. Uh, mm-hmm. He kept Holly around, but only only just for Josuke's character arc and less about her as a character. And yeah. Ooh, yeah, this is good. I think we're, I think we're pulling out a thread here. 
Yeah, there's like definitely a clear through line between all the stuff that happened leading up to Demo Tamaki that felt like it was one thing, and everything mm -hmm. after it has felt like something completely different. Yeah, like most of the like characters in the first half like have appeared as little icons in word bubbles. Yeah, like we barely saw the family members, and when we did see them, they were nothing like how they were when they first showed up. Yeah, like, in like where we are in Jajillion right now, it, the family members are set up to be like, okay, like maybe he'll have to fight each and every one and figure out like where his place in this world is. Because you, like, you can kind of see him start to do that. Yeah. Like the, um, I am a rock story arc that was all about learning about Norske and like opening up to Norske and talking about how stands are like buttholes. Mm -hmm. Like that, that was great. Yeah. And then immediately afterwards, you have, like figuring out Jobin with bug fights and like uh paper moon like when um Yasuho and Sarugi teamed up great and then Carrera and then Tamo Damaki and then oh this makes so much sense I'm rambling I know but that's when Kato was introduced she was introduced before she had a clear purpose yep it <sighs> yeah it feels like he lost the plot a little bit huh yeah it feels like he did a major pivot in his mind like like he he was like okay his editor came to him and was like we've been doing this for five years where are we going and then we get moving like literally the the next big arc was blue lagoon like an arc all about running <laughs> to a yeah. goal huh jesus because the the um orchard arc with the uh, poor tom and ozone baby that was pretty good yeah like looking back on that 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 was like big story developments a lot of cool set pieces dr Wu, i have no complaints about like awaking three leaves is a dope stand yeah i mean i think the major shift is that instead of like all these like this big ensemble cast and worrying about all the different stuff going around town we just tuned our focus directly into what was going on with the rot the new rakakaka and literally nothing else yeah um the first half feels the most like part four if you want to call it that with these like self-contained adventures and then it kind of turned into like everything feeds into this ongoing uh back and forth with the new rakakaka Right, and to be fair, it all led up to Toru and Wonder of You. Like, it was always yes. leading there. There was a lot of buildup with the head doctor and everything. It just, for whatever reason, didn't really feel like it. The... Hmm. Yeah, head doctor never really landed as a villain. Toru never really landed as the villain. Like, how, how many different people on all the social media was like, is Toru the final villain? Is this it? Right. Like that that's not that's not for nothing, you know? Like mm -hmm. that something was something not was not clicking with the readers like for sure. Maybe it's cuz Toru only showed up um in like chapter 80 something out of 110. Yeah, and we were like as time went on, we were we were like joking like what if Toru's a stand user? <laughs> what if this weird guy? Uh, yeah, what we... if head doctor's a stand? I remember we were like, we literally were just, at one point, we were just like, 
making crackpot theories like Head Doctor's mm-hmm. a stand and Toru's the stand user, and you thought I was crazy. <laughs> yeah, I did. I was like, what if it's a King Crimson situation? There's two souls, one body. Uh, like, no, it uh, ended up being the simplest answer. <laughs> yeah, we were expecting like some fifth dimensional chess thing when that's never been JoJo. Yeah, no, JoJo has never gone that deep. Like, SBR and stuff with the alternate universes was, like, the the closest it ever got to being that fucky-wucky, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, let, let's, let me touch on one, one final thing, like, because we can go down this hole forever, right? Yeah. Like, the biggest thing is that flash-forward. Yeah, the flash-forward is, like, kind of inexcusable, huh? No matter which way you look at it, like, what the fuck was the point? Uh, yeah, the flash forward, like the it gave us the countdown clock for but years. Yeah, literally years, and it gave like some kind of tension because without that clock, there wouldn't have been shit. Yeah, like the like countdown to harvest. Oh, like seven minutes to harvest. What's gonna happen? Oh, Norisuke's dead now. The family's acting like nothing happened. Like, wh- how is this gonna resolve itself? And that that kept us going. And, like, yeah, Norisuke, like, the scene with Norisuke in the body bag, like, kind of happened. But the rest yeah. of it, the mm. fuck was that? <laughs> he lost his arm. Like, he was dead dead. Yeah. But, and the family was all chilling in the downstairs, like, when, like, in fact, when we got to that, like, moment in time, half of the house was rubble. Yeah. And, like, uh, we kept waiting for Paper Moon King to do something. never did never did never did like and i'm i am not gonna be like oh but the first chapter of part nine is gonna clear everything up no no it's it's not no i i don't think there's any way you talk yourself out of the situation with the flash forward i think of all the plot holes and everything like fuck flashback man fuck the teleporting baby uh fuck carrera whatever the only one that actually i think seriously damages the narrative is that flash forward and like, yeah, yeah. It, it colors everything that comes after it. Yeah. Um, and I, I want to see some people try to explain their ways out of that. Like, there's that one guy on YouTube, like Hamon on Beat, that does the uh, Iraqi Forgot videos. Like, I, I want to see him try to explain this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, 13 minutes just before the harvest of the Rock Kaga, Sarugi steps inside Norske's office, where Norske's body lies on the floor, bleeding severely, with one arm severed. An origami frog hops out of the body bag. Chapter eighty-three, January nineteenth, yeah, twenty nineteen. They literally showed you the fucking. You, they showed you Paper Moon King. Like it was like Paper Moon King has done something. Yeah, it doesn't. Ugh. Flashback man, I'll take. Kato did something. K showed up. Carrero was mentioned. I'm fine. I'm okay. Yeah. It's just like, like literally, like. A bunch of years from now, Araki could just do an interview and we could find out that Flashback Man was just an earlier character design for somebody else. Like, it really doesn't fucking matter. Uh, yeah, it's probably Jobin. Yeah, Whatever. it's probably fucking Jobin. Because Kira had met Jobin before. So, yeah, like, yeah. Easy. Done. Right. Fine. Whatever. I don't really care anymore. It's more of a meme to me than anything else. But this flash forward thing is like, ugh. ugh. That was... It, that was squarely in the second half of Jojolian. Yeah. It should... I feel a little bit better, like, looking at these arcs and realizing this, uh, the turn. 
like, okay, Dame of Tamaki and this whole thing, like you're saying, part eight, and then 8.5 happens, and like, huh. What? That's soft and white go beyond? Oh, my God. Okay. The fuck? Yeah, what the fuck was up with the fucking bubble thing, dude? They needed the um, Tusk Act 4 moment, but, but like, it, it, it kind it of did not fit. hit. It did not no, hit, though. it did not hit the same way. It wasn't earned. No, it came out of nowhere. And it's, it's and what does it do? It just it just killed him. It does the it's thing. It's a thing you it shoot, the and thing. then the guy dies. Like, it does <laughs> yeah, the infant rotation, I guess. Like, I don't know. I don't know. It's hmm. like, it, it, you got he got the golden gun, I guess. One one shot, one kill. Mm-hmm. The, dim- like, dimensional gun. Ugh. Man, (laughs) but still, like, great chapter, great like. uh, It had a good feel to it, like the vibe. Yeah. Of chapter one ten, is great, like as an ending to Jojoian, arguable. But like, like, man, what a cool stand Wonder Review was! Like, what an amazing design with like how he would like apparate himself. It was like an old old guy with a cane, and you never saw his. You never saw the front of him. You only saw his back. And that, it was. It was those like a, chapters were great. Yeah, it was like a riff on like old surrealist paintings and stuff like that. Like that was so cool. Mm-hmm. Like, and when you when the calamity force wasn't spelled out yet, and just like bad shit happened. Mm-hmm. That that's where Wonder View was at the strongest, and like the dread of it showing up and causing things, and like. Once it got talking, the mystery was kind of gone. Yeah. And it was just, oh, it's Toru's stand. It's semi-autonomous. Um, it can't really be touched. Like, and this was the first stand that didn't manipulate uh, time or, d- like, dimensions in some way. Yeah. Like, fi- final stand. Weird. I don't know. Yeah, uh, I'm, I don't really have a nice bow to put on this, to be mm-mm. honest. Uh, Trajolian is end. a land of contrast, and unfortunately, sometimes things just don't work out. Unfortunately. Yeah. And, and Araki our... deserves enough respect for people to just say, all right, he could write something that kind of sucks, and that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. It's okay. Like, he doesn't have to fire all hits over the course of a decade. Yeah. That is impossible. And at like, the end of the day, I still fucking liked Jolene quite a bit. It's probably yeah. on my same on the same level I feel about part six, you know? Where it yeah. drives me fucking crazy, but I still like it. If that Yeah, makes sense. I would never tell someone not to read Jolene. Yeah. Like there is too much good feelings and like genuinely surprising and interesting things happening on the page to skip it. Same with part six. Yeah. Like, and if you don't, like, fall in love with, like, one of these characters, I, I don't know what to tell you. Because, like, Josuke as a, as a character, like, over, over these ten years, like, I really like Josuke. Especially He's of, early Josuke. Yeah, when he was, like, when he was a just little a bit of fucking sociopath. freak. Yeah, he was a fucking yeah. freak, dude. Like late, like late, late stage Josuke is a bit more of like uh, he's got a bit more Jotaro going on in him. But like mm-hmm. early Josuke was more Jolene than Jotaro, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
like, like un- unhinged, absolutely unhinged. And I liked, I like, I love Yasuho. I love how she was kind of the straight woman in this whole thing. Like, like Josuke was a freak. The Higashikatas are all freaks. And all this freak shit happening, and she's like, "Dude, what the fuck?" Yeah, what is this? Yeah. Like, my stand is Google Maps. <laughs> Stop. Oh, also, if we don't see any like good merch of Josuke, Soft and Wet, Yasuho, Paisley Park soon, I'm going to call the police because mm-hmm. like I've wanted a SAS or a statue of Paisley Park for a long time, but I know that paint job is an absolute nightmare. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's got to be, like, etched into the figure and, like, reverse washed or something like that. Cause, oh, yeah, man, there's... A lot going on there. Yeah, but that was Jajolian. And, like, we're still going to continue our read-through of it. And, like, I'm kind of glad that we just got started with that read-through, more or less, while this ended. Yeah. So, like, it recontextualizes everything. We can take it as it is. We don't have to speculate anymore nothing that's it yep it's over and whether or not part nine uh like picks up any of these threads or not i honestly don't think it will uh because because like even even other parts that are like even something like part four which is a pretty direct continuation of stardust crusaders in a lot of ways still didn't really touch much of anything from part three Mm mm-hmm because it's either going to be like that or it's going to be a part five situation where it's got it's barely related at all. Yeah, but like tangentially. Yeah, like we'll have like a chapter with like a couple part eight characters and then it'll just move on to a new team. Yeah, because I feel like part nine is going to be team based. You would think, right, because I feel like it's got to be some kind of like, you know, squad. It's got to go back to its roots a little bit, you know. Like, if we're going to, if this is going to be, like, this has to be the last part. There is not going to be a part 10. I I think I would, I think I would do a blood (laughs) pact on there not ever being a part 10 of JoJo. Oh, man. (laughs) I I feel the same. Like, if there's a part 9, there's not going to be a part 10. Like, the trilogy of trilogies can just end. It's okay. Yeah. So, who the fuck knows what part 9 is going to be like? But, of course, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, It's a shame we don't feel one way or the other on Jajolian really, but that's life, baby. Yeah. That that's the way it happens. Yep. Like it's, it is what it is and you can take it or leave it. Um, it's not going to try to pretend to be what it's not. That's for damn sure. So yeah. on that note, uh, we'll leave it there next time. We're going to pick back up with our reread of Jajolian, and we're also going to pick Dragon Ball back up because we are just getting started with the Namek Saga, and things are going to get crazy in that shit, bitch. I'm so looking forward to that. Mm -hmm. Like, I love love these monkey men. Oh, yeah. It's some good shit. It's some very, very good shit. So please... Please join us next time for another episode of What a Beautiful Podcast. And thank you for listening to this one. I hope you enjoyed it. Jack is going to tell you where to find us. Thank you, everybody, for listening. You can find us on Twitter at JoJo underscore cast. Uh, You can find links to our SoundCloud and our RSS feed. You can uh, download the show there. Leave us a like. Leave us a comment on Twitter. Uh, Leave us a review on Podcast Addict, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. We're everywhere, guys. Thank you so much for listening. 
We'll catch you next week. Later, guys. Take care. Bye. We'll be right back.